Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, B Fan Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. As always, thank you for giving me your time. Today I'm with Justin yeah, Dubois. Yeah, this my boy Justin Dubois. I graduated with him from high school. And today's question that we're gonna be starting off with is uh, watching ourselves grow up and the growth as people from an adolescent. So you want to kick us off? Like, where do you feel like you are now that uh, you could? Almost like never imagine yourself being from when you was a kid. I feel just growing up in Detroit, you always really just looking ahead, looking towards the future, just thinking ahead because it'd be so much going on. Duh. So it's almost like you almost just like, how I'm going to get this? How I'm going to do this? Yeah. How I'm going to be able to do this? How I'm going to be able to help this person out later on? Yeah. So it's like, I'm doing better than I was doing last year. That's yeah. how I just be looking at life because it's like, as long as I'm not in the same spot, as long as I'm moving forward, I'm then we're chilling. making progress. Yeah. You never want to be staying in the same spot because that means you're doing something wrong. Yeah, something going wrong. No no progression, dog. It's right. like, I don't know. Sometimes we, we, we think like, I think it's selfish of us to uh, look at ourselves in certain positions and then, think that we ain't did nothing, but we'll never really take the time to look back and be grateful for all the times that we've had in the past. Right. And like How far we came. Yeah, we don't really recognize how far we came, and we always looking for what we don't got right now. Right, that's that's a bad thing that goes on, but some, I honestly feel like things like social media and the internet can, all, can play a huge role in that. Yeah. Because it's like, Social media is people posting what they got going on, what yeah. they got, and then that can mess people's brains up because they'll be looking at that like, that's what I need to have, or that's the standard. Mm-hmm. But everybody's different. Everybody's life is different. Everybody's circumstances is different. Yeah. So it's like you just need to focus on you. Yeah, that, that fast and money. And be the best you. Yeah, and that fast money is what get people, you know what I'm saying? So right. people will see niggas like, Flexing the hundreds, the twenties, the fifties, like money spreading and stuff, but they don't really understand that the faster that that shit come in, the faster it can go. Right. And that they shouldn't be looking at people that's just flexing it on the internet. They should be looking at people who you don't even know got money for real. You know what I'm saying? Because you see a billionaire chilling, his fit may be worth a thousand dollars or whatever he got on, but. He ain't got the big ass logos on telling you what he's not wearing. He's is. not wearing all of the designer stuff, all of the thousand dollar things that we be paying for that be having us broke nowadays. Duh. Cause it's like that's the problem right there. Everybody wants to have expensive clothes on when you really can't afford them. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I just anytime I buy something, bro, like you were saying earlier today. I make sure I can buy that shit like two or three times really? before. And honestly, it really would I... be ten times. <laughs> Duh. And but I... it's like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be buying something if you can only buy it once. If you're gonna be in the like hole. penny pension or in the hole for yeah. a little bit after you buy it, you don't need to be that's not something you need to buy. That's and, not a good investment. And anytime you feel guilty after buying some, you should just know that that's that was a bad buy. Like and it don't necessarily even always gotta be like the uh designer stuff that you regret buying. Like yeah, right. treat yourself to a nice pair of shoes. I, treat yourself to day, a nice watch. Money doesn't make us as humans. It's more to life than money. So it's like, spend spend your money. But yeah. it's like, at the same don't time. Don't be a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> right. But don't just be out here buying it just to buy because you think it's going to impress other people. Right, because don't be materialistic because you you just, you the same person without the clothes. You got to know you steal the shit mm-hmm. without the clothes. Don't make The clothes don't make you. Hey, what Gucci man said, he was like, you can't be boring with the sauce. How you gonna be boring with the sauce? That's you what I'm saying. you gotta be the sauce, bro. Whatever you wearing, whatever you rocking, that don't make you saucy. Whatever car you driving, that don't make you fly. You gotta be able to flex in a Honda Civic like you would right. in a damn Porsche. Sometimes exactly. when I be driving a little Ford Focus, right. I be imagining Me I'm in both. I'm in a Benz, nigga. I be I be <laughs> feel like I'm in a Benz. I turn the music up. I be like, yeah, this the Benz today. Yeah, this the Durango today. I be dog. I be whipping that little mud. Like you gotta, you gotta be able to use your imagination to your advantage and just feel where you want to be at and be grateful for where you are today. Like today, me and Justin made the most out of nothing. We didn't even know what we was gonna do right. today. I think just- <laughs> everything just worked for you when you when you in the grace of the universe though, and you really like 
you got to be tapped in with yourself for everything to start to work out. Because a lot of times we feel like life not working out for us and shit, and we think everything going downhill, but you ain't took no time to really reflect back on what what's actually right. been working out. When you start, what you have accomplished. Yeah, when you it's start. It's like you got to celebrate the little things. Yeah, when you start focusing on the negative, right? it's not really much to, you ain't going to receive nothing but negative. You always got to look at the positives. What's going good? What's going great? And just honestly, just thank God for what you do have. Because it, you got to understand that some people out here that don't have nothing. So yeah. you might be complaining, thinking you got something bad going on. It's uh-huh. always somebody that has something going on ten times worse. And then when we say that, we don't mean hear that and start to neglect your own needs or like start um, bashing yourself. It's just like, yes, yeah, okay to feel bad. And feel down for what you got going on right now. But at the same time, don't victimize yourself and make it seem like you got it the worst in the world. Think about the good that you got going yeah, on. Yeah, you know, and then... Because everybody's blessed. Yeah. If you wake up, every day above ground is a good day. And that's usually how I think about it, no matter what I'm going through. Feeling the state of depression. Feeling angry. Feeling upset at somebody. It's... As long as you alive, it's a good day. And as long as you keep waking up, you got a purpose on this earth. And then you got to recognize that first before you can start to lead a good life. Nothing ever going to seem like it's going to turn out the way you want it to turn out. You got to prepare. Yeah. Prepare for all the possible outcomes. How you do that? I say you prepare by just thinking. Honestly, just thinking ahead. Like what? Like, let me think of an example. Just when it it can become to something as simple as a test, you yeah. might be preparing for a test. You need a certain grade on it. You don't get that grade. Now you need to be prepared to figure out how you gonna get that grade back up. How you gonna make up for that bad grade you got on that test? Yeah, cause it's like at the end of the day, let's say you need an A in the class. Just cause you get a bad grade on the test, don't mean okay. I'm the class just over. You know, you still gotta make it happen. <laughs> yeah, make some shape with what you right. got. Cause it's like honestly, everybody has their own life to live. So you just you just really gotta make it happen. Sometimes you gotta figure figure it out. Cause yeah. it's like nobody's coming to save you. Yeah. Nobody's coming to save you. Duh. We all growing <laughs> up, we becoming grown. It's yeah. like you gotta go get it. If you don't want, it, nobody can want it for you. You gotta want it for yourself. And then that's when people come through to help. It's always people that have said that old, the saying, "You can lead a horse." To water, to water, but you, but you can't, can't make, make me drink, drink it. Dog. You gotta drink the water. You gotta, or you just gotta handle your business. Like it was a quote my granddad always used to say. He used to say, "Play now, pay later, or pay now and play later." Yeah. As in, like, handle your business now, so when you older, you can have fun, you can enjoy life, you can yeah. really live freely and be financially free. Mm-hmm. But if you want to try to live that life now and be spending all this money not handling your business, yeah. then when you get older, you're not going to be having fun the way you're living. You're going to be penny pension. You're yeah. not going to be financially free. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be worried about money. And then you're always going to try. You're going to be living in regret, talking about, damn, I if wish I, I didn't do that. this, if I would have been better. Been. I would have been set up for this. Mm-hmm. I would have been able to have this. I would have been able to have this. And that's how people end up being old and bitter. Yeah. And you don't want that for yourself. You want to be, you wanna, your last days, you want to be happy. Yeah, one thing that always helped me is, when I get in um, modes where I feel like I got to regret or I, I'm afraid that I might regret not doing something, you got to imagine yourself on your deathbed and just think like, all right, I just lived my whole life. What are some things that, damn, you got to say, yeah, I just, lived my, I'm li- I just lived my whole life. What are some things that I regret not doing? And when you imagine yourself thinking of things that you regret not doing, those are the things that you need to be doing right now. So if you debating on if you should have talked to this girl or if you should have, uh, what else? Like, I don't know, invested in something. Right. If you should have invested in yourself. And you think about. Or even when it comes to self-care, like your body yeah. or something. Like you saying you want to be a certain way, you want to yeah, look you, a certain way, mm-hmm. but you're not following through with your plan. You're not working out. You're not eating right. Yeah, so if you think to the future and say that you regretted that, that's how, you know, that's how, you, that's how you know it's something that you need to start working on. And you got to start putting this shit on paper or you got to make it physical in some way so you feel like it's attainable. Because a thought is just a thought. An idea on a piece of paper is a goal. And the steps to completing that goal is a plan. And once you start walking, you put that shit in action. And once it's in action, 
everything else set. All you got to do is stay consistent. And it seems like it's a it's a uh, hard process and a long, drawn-out process, but you're going to waste the time that you got anyway doing some other shit, doing something quicker. Like, I was talking to my little cousin the other day, and I said, we was at the gym. I said, lifting 50 pounds in a shitty way two times is the same thing as lifting a 20-pound weight the right way five times. Why not? Why not? Can't half-ass. Yeah, don't don't half-ass because it look flashy. Don't try to do all the heavy shit and sacrifice your body. Go through the process and do it the right way, and you can gradually start to get right. better. Because the person who take their time and practice the same kick a thousand times, it's going to progress way faster a lot of times than a motherfucker doing a thousand different moves. Go ahead. Sure. A lot of times when you're cheating life, you're only really cheating yourself because it's yeah. all going to bite you back. Yeah. It's all going to come back to bite you. Even like in high school, I would learn, let's say, maybe just even cheating on a test. I mean, yeah, it's like you may pass then, you may pass right there, but later on, let's say for the final example, that test you didn't study for, that chapter, when it's on the exam and you can't cheat on that exam, yeah. that chapter, you're not going to know what you're doing. Yeah. Are you going to fail or... Honestly, just a lot of stuff when it comes to just trying to sh- always looking for the shortcut, the easy way out, it's not the right way about going about things. Mm-hmm. You got to just go through the phases of life the right way. And the more you try to rush, you, you just, what you rush into a grave, nigga? Like, right. Everything is a process. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with what you got now, and everything else will seem great later. I mean... Right. You got to be relentless in your goals and what you're trying to accomplish in life. Yeah, and then you... It's like something I always tell myself. I don't got, like, when I catch myself being lazy, always talking about sleeping, I need sleep, I need rest. It's like, you sleep when you dead. Yeah. While I'm here, I need to be up and at it. Trying Doing to work something. towards my goals. Yeah, do like, something, have fun. Because it's like, I'm I'm up. It's yeah. no reason for me to be trying to sleep. Yeah, so like. I ain't did what I need to do. Yeah. I ain't accomplished enough. And you got to ask yourself, what what do you want out of life? What do what is it that you want to accomplish, and what is it that you want to get done? And how you going to do it, and when you going to do it? Because a lot of times we trick ourselves. Procrastinating. Yeah, we trick ourselves into thinking that we got more time than we think we have, but we don't really know when our last day going to be. And so when that day comes, you're going to be like, damn, I should have did this, I should have did that. Don't put yourself in that position. Become aware now. You won't have to be in that position. If you just... I don't know, just care about yourself and and take it outside of your own hands and doing it for yourself. Because I feel like we always gonna give ourselves leeway. It's That's easy right. to it's easy to make excuses for ourselves. It's easy for us to say, Oh, I did that because I, I was tired. Oh, I didn't do that because I needed sleep. Oh, I didn't do that, I needed a break. But if somebody else was to do the same mistake that we made, we, we can blame them. We can point at them and point out That's all right. their iniquities and say Oh yeah, he did that wrong because of this. He did that because of, because of that. It's easy to judge. We gotta put ourselves on that same pedestal and say, "Damn, I gotta take accountability for not doing this." And it's no reason why I shouldn't have been doing something else. So instead of everything just being for yourself, have other people that you're doing it for. Have your family. Yeah, have, the ones that made sacrifices for you. And even if you don't got a family to uh be around or. You don't really, you're not really tight with your family. Have some friends to do something for. Have a little sibling to do something for. Have a cousin to do something for. An uncle, an auntie, a grandma, a teacher, a homie, a sis. It can be, it can be anything. But just make sure you got something external that can keep you grounded. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying put all your faith in external things. Believe in yourself, but also... Have somebody else that believes in you and use that to your advantage. How you feel about that? I agree. I say, when it comes to stuff like that, I say giving is a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's always good to give back in life. Yeah. Because you got to think, how do you think you got things? You were giving things. Mm-hmm. People were looking, about, looking out for you. It was always somebody thinking about you. Yeah. What is Austin doing? How can I help Austin? Yeah. What does Austin need? Mm-hmm. You got to have that same mentality when you're in a position to give. Mm-hmm. Looking out for your loved ones yeah. or anybody. Even my, my might be a homeless person on the street. Mm-hmm. If you're in a position to give, give. Give back. You ain't missing out on it. Right. Share. A couple dollars here and there. Ain't shit. 
you're going to spend that on some bullshit anyway. You might as well give it away. And even if you feel like the person that's homeless is faking, well, shit, let them be faking. Oh, they tricked me. Oh, so what? They got my couple of right. dollars. Yeah. It's going to come back to bite them. Like a lot of times. Because <laughs> karma, is, karma is a thing. Karma real. And it, karma got a lot to do with intentions. You see, people get it mixed up with, oh, if I do something bad on purpose or on accident, karma going to come back to get me. Nah. Karma got a lot to do with your energy and your intention in the situation that you feel like karma going to come back and get you. So if you fuck around and make a mistake on accident, Karma not going to punish you for making right. an accident. That's what humans do, make accidents. But if you set out to intentionally hurt somebody, life is going to find a way to hurt you back. And most of the times, it's ten times stronger. That shit That's hurt. Right. But karma doesn't just have to be bad. It can be good karma, too. But the only, only catch to that is it has to be genuine. It has to come from the heart. Yeah. You can't go out and give and be like, oh... I just did that for him, so he's gonna do something for me. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Yeah, that's not. You shouldn't be giving and doing, doing things just to want something back in return. You should be doing it because it might be the right thing, and you just showing love to who shows love to you. Yeah, you shouldn't always be seeking, me, 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 thinking about yourself. Yeah, selfish oh. people. It's not. That's not. That's not a good person. You know. Yeah. We not. We weren't born in this world alone, so you can't be selfish in this world. And just. Always taking for yourself and think about what's in it for me. A lot of the times when I be doing shit, I be like, what's in it for everybody else? How can I wake up today and serve somebody? Right. I, I've had a lot of people who serve me help? in life. Yeah, who, who can I help? Who can I give back to? Who is giving to me and how can I take what they've given to me and put people in a better position than myself than I was at that point in my life? Like my little cousin. I love my little cousin, dog. I look at him and I say, how can I keep him two steps ahead of where I was and when I was in his position? Get him position. his tips and the stepping stones yeah. to get to where you got in the book and even greater possibly because yeah. it's like I want the ones that come under me, I want them to be better than I was because yeah. they got my advice mm-hmm. to all the tools to be better than me. Yeah, and it don't make no sense to watch a nigga struggle if I already got right. the answers. Now, I ain't going to sit here and give you all the answers to every test. You're going to have to go through and fall on your face a couple times That's and, right. you know, learn something. But I want to at least tell you the information so you know what to look for. And when you look for it, you can look at it and you can decide whether or not you want to experience whatever going on. You got the choice to go through or ignore based on the options given to you growing up. You but, still be prepared for what comes. So that just take me to the next question. Like, how can people deal with the fear of failure? Hmm, that's how, an interesting one. How how's when it comes to fear, failure? How's the fear of failure impacted you in life? So both questions. Go ahead. Well, first and foremost, failure. It's a constant thing in life. Yeah. You, but the thing, the, the thing that comes with failure is you got to be willing to try. Mm-hmm. You got to be willing to try. When I was young, that was something often I would struggle with. I would think, okay, I don't think I can do something. I would say, I can't, I won't, I'm not going to do it because it might not work out. But my granddad or even my dad, they always told me can't shouldn't be in a man's vocabulary. Mm-hmm. The word can't should never come out your mouth. Because you always can, and there's always a way, a will, to be able to figure something out or do anything. It can be something as simple as riding a bike, fixing a toy, mm-hmm. trying to figure anything out, or trying to solve trying to solve a question, a math problem, anything. Yeah. It's always a way. You just really got to apply yourself in life and in really everything. So, I don't know. Failure, failure for me, where it came the most... Was honestly probably school and high school because I I did struggle a lot with classes, but the whole thing with that was I just didn't give up. I was re- I was relentless when it came to my success and my future. I refused to drop out or just say, okay, I'm not understanding the material. I'm just not gonna go. You just gotta stick with it mm-hmm. because it's like if you if you just say I quit 
What is that gonna do? Yeah, where you that's gonna not go gonna, then? That's not, like, what, is, what, what am I gonna do then? Ooh, the fuck you gonna do now? <laughs> right. Hey, once you, what, once you out, how's I mean, that gonna put me in a better position? Yeah, how am I supposed to? Yeah, nah, how's that how, gonna help? How am I supposed to get anywhere I want to be? Am, how's that gonna get me to where I need to be next? Where I'm gonna go now? Quitting, quitting is never the an answer. And not, the only time you should ever quit or pull out of something is if you feel like you got a, a better route. You know what I'm better saying? Way. A better way. So. We not saying you got to force yourself to stay in school to do whatever, but you do got to have a route if you're going to quit or drop out of school. You're going to be supported as long as you got something to support. Now, if you drop out of school and say, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go to trade school, and you learn how to do all these different trades, you can become a plumber, you know how to fix cars, and you go do that. I can't get mad at you for that because you did something with your life. But if you go and say, I'm dropping out of school, and you become a bum, Right. Then you it's just, like, bro, you're you sitting around just, bouncing from family member's house to family member's asking house. Asking for money here and there. You ain't money. trying to get your you're life not, together, you're dog. You're, that's, that's not the way. That's ain't, not the way. Ain't nobody going to want to see that. Ain't nobody going to want to help that. Nobody, yeah, nobody wants people, to help a person that's not trying. People want to support people that's helping themselves. But to answer the question on the fear of failure, I used to fear failure a lot. And it came a lot in sports. I would feel like, damn, what if I go out here and mess up? If I do go out here and mess up, what's going to happen then? Am I ever going to be great? Am I ever going to be this? Is people going to think I'm too flashy when I go out there? What are other people going to think? Who going to think this? Who going to think that? And it got to a point where I was just sick and tired of thinking like that because it would give me so many headaches and it would give me a head rush where it was like, y'all ever been in a quiet-ass room but you hear that ringing in your ears? And it's just like super loud all of a sudden, even though nothing happening in the room. That's what it would feel like. But thoughts was rushing through my head, but they was coming through so fast I couldn't comprehend them. So I get these headaches just overthinking and overthinking about what everybody else was going to think. And one day I was just like, no, this got to stop. I had to accept myself for who I was and how great I was and stop being so afraid of my potential that I was able to step out. I was able to step out and be the person I truly wanted to be. And it took me so long to get out of that habit, and I'm so glad that I understood where I was going wrong back then, some years ago. So now that I'm turning 18, 19, I'm really stepping in who I really wanted to be back then. And this drags me on to something else. We got to understand that. A lot of what we're going through today may be what we prayed for years ago. Sure. I, I always used to pray to be like just a cool-ass kid. Just somebody that could be of service to everybody. Not like a people pleaser because I know when to say no. And I know when to uh, put stuff off to the side. But if I, if I got the resources to get to you, I'm going to give it to you. There's no point in me keeping shit away from you because how that's going to benefit me? I don't need the information no more. I already had it. I already used it. How can I be of use to others? And now I'm really falling into that by pushing this podcast out, staying consistent with that. And soon enough, I'll probably be in another phase of my life that I prayed for when I was younger. So we just got to be aware that blessings is always working and some take longer than others. So you may pray. Uh, you may have prayed last year and got something this year, but you also might have prayed five years ago, and it's just now about to start happening. So everything happened at a different time, and depending on the magnitude of what you ask for, it can come at different times. So how do you use religion and faith in your life? Well, I come from a pretty pretty Christian family. It it was a Vacation, Bible school, Sunday church. I went to all, I went to all of that really growing up as a youngin. Yeah. But like as I got older, I wasn't around really my grandparents because my grandparents they pushed it the heaviest. My mother, and my father, they both were religious, but yeah. not as heavy. Not really not like church. Every, church on occasions, but not like a routine like every Sunday. But I still would pray before I went to sleep. Pray every time before I ate, but. It was never big, but I always had a relationship with God because of my grandparents, especially because they pushed that with me heavy. Praying, whether it was them sometimes, I might just be at my grandparents' house. They'd come sit, the, flip the Bible with a little part highlighted, say, 
read this, tell me what you think about it. Then they'll break down and explain it to me so I can really understand what God is saying. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel religion helps a lot because God is almost like just somebody that's just going to listen. And it's just somebody you can talk to, even like just in your head when you're just praying or just speaking to God. Because yeah. it's like he always, he's always listening, even if you think he's not. But it's like you really got to have a strong faith, though, because a lot that honestly be like, okay, I don't believe in God because I can't see him. But he's there. He definitely is there. Mm -hmm. Just because he's not physically there doesn't mean he's there, but you just have to believe and you have to really have a strong faith because it's like even the little things that go right in your life, that's mm -hmm. God. God has a plan. So often when I may be looking forward to trying to do this, do that, and it may not work out, yeah. I'll say, okay, God yeah, has something God. else in store for me. Yeah. That's, that wasn't meant for me. God mm -hmm. got something else for me. Yeah. But, so, but to touch back on that failure part that you were talking about, I was thinking about this while you were talking about chores. It does still resonate with me to this day. Even as I'm going through the phases of college. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good. I went pretty I did pretty good my first semester, but what I'm aiming towards is sports medicine and that's gonna involve me going to med school and uh, constant it's constantly in my head about the possibility of failure when it comes to med school because med school is very difficult. So, yeah. And it's like and it's like, what if I can't do it? Mm -hmm. What if I don't get what if I don't get selected for resident? What if I don't get my white coat? It's yeah. like, what do I do then? It's like, I'm just stuck. It's like all of those, all of the money that was put up for college. It's like, is that all just wasted? All of the scholarships, all mm -hmm. the people that looked out. It's like, you know what I mean. But it's like, if I don't take that chance, if I don't aim for it, I'm still gonna be in the same spot, not at what I want to do in life, not at my goal. So it's like, I don't know. It's just really just a lot to think about. You just got to pray and ask and ask God for guidance and even yeah. ask your family on how they feel and what they think about certain things. Yeah, because one thing I like to think about is I get what you mean with the uh, what if I can't do it? What if it don't work out? The, the, the opposite also works out, checks out, as in the sentence. What if I can do it? Now you're going to flip yourself to a whole new perspective and you, you really start to think about it like, damn, maybe I got this in the back. I remember I was at this USC football camp last year and I was getting ready to go and I'm seeing all these big guys, I'm seeing all these talented guys, and I'm like, what makes them so different than what I am? I'm human. They human. I shit. They shit. They put their pants on one leg at a time. They put their shoes on one at a time. They brush their teeth. They lay down. They go to sleep. They wake up. So what's really the difference? What's really the difference? How can, how can I say that they better than me and we all do the same shit? Basically, how can I, how can I um, put myself in a position, mindset wise, to where? I put myself on the equal playing field, and now I can just be me and all of me. You know what I'm saying? So that's how, that's really one way you got to think about it. Yeah, that's always a good way to look at it. What if I can? Because that's honestly the reality you got to face. Yeah. Because it's like if you if you going into something thinking that you can't, it's like you already setting yourself back. You already setting yourself back. You already thirty two spaces steps behind because it's like why would you think that? Why would you think you couldn't? It's like you got to be confident with yourself and everything that you're doing in life. Yeah. That's how everything is going to work out for you. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work out if you're going into everything with the mindset that you can't. It's not going to work out because you're already putting that negative that in negative the thought atmosphere. In the already in the atmosphere. You're already, you're already claiming it. Up. It's already there. It's you like are... you ain't even failed yet and you already got it in your head that, that you're about failing. to fail. And then uh, you can't think that way. You gotta be confident. You gotta be. I'm about to knock it out. I'm about yeah, to. Yeah, I'm about this. to knock this shit out the park. And I'm listen, about to do it, duh. And even if you don't end up succeeding the way you hope that you succeeded, at least you tried. At right. least you put something out. At least you, at least you began to work yourself into a position that you want to be in. Because it's not gonna always happen on the first try. And sometimes we should hope that it don't happen on the first try. Right. Because. If you get that lucky bump, what you got to learn from? You know what I'm saying? If it always work out on the first try, what do you got to look back at to say, 
oh, I did this, oh, I did that. Yeah, if it's always working out, you don't really got nothing to look back at and use as a pathway to go forward. The past is what helps us make decisions for the future. Being in the present moment is help is what helps us decide what to use from the past. I hope that makes sense. You get what I mean? It do. I mean, it's like you need failure in life. You need to fail. You need to bump your head a couple times. You need to yeah. to really be able to really learn and prosper as a human being. Uh-huh. It's like if everything is always going right, that's that's bad. And it's not. We're not saying that you. If you succeed, it's bad. Yeah, that's not what like, we're trying to put in your head. But nigga, go outside and fuck up a couple right, times. To really know how life works and how the real world works, you need you need to fail a couple times. Mm-hmm, that's how a lot of people just uh, to learn a lot. Just to be able to learn a lot of things. That's how a lot of people end up getting messed up from birth. Because a lot of parents will shelter their kid from all types of shit. Exactly. Like, they protect their kid from bullying. So they'll be really blind to reality and how things work in the real world. Yeah, they, they'll protect their kid from bullying. They'll protect their kid from the teacher talking back to them. They won't let their kid speak up for themselves. And they make all these decisions for their kid. I'm going to do this for him. I'm going to do that for them. And kids get tailored to that type exactly. of, and that type of that shit. And they need to experience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, bullying is a big part of a kid's childhood. I'm not saying bullying to the point where the nigga take his own like, life, but at least to the point where he got to defend himself, learn how to right. fight. It's nigga. like something I've always said I might want to do for my kids later on down the line is maybe have them go to DPS schools when it comes to, like, elementary and stuff like that because I hate to say it, but DPS schools can be a little rough. Yeah. and But... That can be good for my children because the it can it can it can help it can help really develop them and strengthen them up and toughen them up. Yeah, for the real world because it's like they're gonna have to deal with deal with it at school. They're gonna have to deal with bullies, annoying and things people, of that nature and stuff like that. And it's like they're gonna be prepared for it rather than if they go to a private school for those younger years. Yeah. They may be a little softer and a little naive and shy and stuff like that. But if they're not in that type of element, they're in a more a different element. I they I throw them into the chaos right away. Hell yeah, they'll be prepared for it later on in life. And I just I be thinking the same shit because like I rather my kid. I don't want no wimpy kid, bro. Like that's one of my biggest fears, and I know that's a lot on me as a parent and a lot of stuff I can't control. But I just want my son to or my daughter to be in the best position possible to be ready for a rough world. That's right, but like. And that's something I always wanted to say is I don't want to have kids until I'm able to give them things that I wasn't able to have as a kid. I want I want them to experience things that I didn't experience. Like, I would never want something. I would never be the type to be like, okay, I didn't get to do this, so you're not going to get to do this. No, I want my kids to do everything I didn't get to do. But I want my kids to understand that even without the clothes or the nice things that they may have, yeah. that they're still, I'm saying they're still... Just as special, just as cool. Clothes don't make you special, or all the materialistic stuff doesn't make you special. Mm-hmm. But I, but they're gonna have to work for their items and their things and stuff like that of that nature. It's not just gonna be all handouts and giving. But I mean, it's gonna be a little bit of a luxury, but because that's just how I want, I just want my kids to be. I want them to have nice things, things I I didn't have growing up, but things not, I had to work for. Yeah, but not just me. Like you were saying, not just me handing it to them. Right. Them I want them to learn to how to, well, yeah, how to work for it, how to do chores. Cause, but also understand the value because a lot of people in this world, mm-hmm. they know the price, but they don't know the value. Yeah. And value is a big thing. Go more on that. Tell them, tell them what you mean by like value. When I say value, I just mean things in life. Like me, a big thing for me is family. I value family heavy. Family means everything to me. It's like if my family needs something, it's done. Right then and there, whatever they may need. Or even certain things like stuff that means a lot to me should mean a lot to you as like a family member or as a friend. So it's like if I, re- if I need you to be somewhere for me and I really need you to be there and you know that, if it, 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 would, be, it would be big for you to make sure you be there mm-hmm. because it's like you know I need you to be there or mm-hmm. something like that. Something as simple as that. Showing up. Right, showing up, showing out. Showing that you care, mm-hmm. being there for me in my times when I need it, mm-hmm. like I will do the same and reciprocate for you. Mm-hmm. So when I say values, I mean things like that. It's like what what means a lot to me and what means a lot to you. Yeah. 
And I I get that too. And one thing I want to instill in whatever type of children I raise is that it's like small shit like chores, being able to clean up behind yourself, good manners. You was talking to me other uh, earlier about Southern hospitality. Right. Tell us about your oh, college yeah. experience so, yeah. in Southern hospitality. So I go to I attend Claflin University located in Orangeburg, South Carolina. It's an HBCU, the first historically black college in South Carolina. And I've honestly been loving it since I've been there. The Southern hospitality, what I was touching on with Austin earlier, it's 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 a beautiful thing. What is it? A lot everyone, of people don't know what that everyone, is. Everyone so basically everyone down there, they speak. You will never you're never gonna you might be able to, but you're never gonna speak first. If they see you, they're gonna smile, they're gonna speak, they're gonna ask you how your day was or anything or I it could be something as simple as they might have some food, they might have a box of pizza. You walk by, they're gonna ask you if you want a slice. And it's just everyone there, to me and my friends coming from a different City, especially Detroit, a rough city, they were so welcoming to us. Like, they welcome us as if we were one of their own. Yeah. And it's just beautiful to see because you don't see that everywhere. Mm-hmm. Austin was telling me at USC that it's not it's not the same. The vibe isn't the same. People aren't as friendly. They don't speak as much. But, like, where I'm at, the hospitality there, it's like, if we make eye contact, if you see me and I see you, we're gonna it's going to be, words are going to be said. You know what I'm saying? A good conversation. So, like, and I like I love that. Yeah, that's, that's how it should be in life. Yeah, that's something I want my kids to understand and experience is that it's like when you see someone, you speak. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you don't walk in nobody's house without saying what's up to everybody. Right. You, you walk speak. in the house, you take your shoes off, you you greet people, you say thank you, you, you shake their hands, you say please, you say thank you, you you know what I'm saying. And then another thing I really want to. Uh, start to do is like when I'm invited to somebody's house, you know, you're supposed to bring like an offering or something, like a gift. Some type of, yeah. Yeah, some something, you know what I'm saying? Right, bring don't some show flowers. up empty-handed. Yeah, I don't like to show up, I don't want to show up empty-handed no more. So all that's something I need to start working on. Being able to just give, even when I don't have the most. The littlest thing, cause like a lot of people think, okay, big this, big this, or even Christmas that just passed. Yeah. It's not about the gift, it's not about how much money you pay. It's the thought behind it. Yeah. Even if it's something cheap, if you took some time to pick it out, if you were being thoughtful about it, that's all that matters. Yeah. Because it's like, if you might not have it, you might not be able to get the most expensive gift, but it's not about mm-hmm. the expense, it's not about the cost, it's about the meaning behind it. Yeah. And that's all that really matters. The best gifts come in the smallest packages. That's right. That's something I heard. And I think it's beyond just looking for the small-ass package. It's really like, like you were saying, how much thought was put into this pack. That's what I'm saying. Not hop, just going online and seeing buying the first the thing you shit, buy. You know what I'm saying? The most Whatever expensive cost shit. The most expensive. Yeah. I don't want the most expensive. Yeah. I, want, I want yeah. I want something unique and something that you thought only out. For, only for me. Right. And then we shouldn't ask people what they want. And then give it to them like that. We're, we're the surprise in that right. shit. I mean, it's, Christmas is supposed to be a surprise. It's supposed yeah. to be a gift. Something I thought about that I thought you would like. Something I thought you would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, nigga, if I... That takes away the Christmas spirit. Yeah, nigga, if you just gonna buy some shit, I told you exactly what I wanted, man. I could've just bought that shit myself. Right. <laughs> but sometimes it's good to surprise people with stuff that they may have asked for without directly asking. Right, like they might just mentioned, you might have heard before, them. yeah, the right, sneaky mentioned, stuff. Like, I might have mentioned, oh, I want these, da 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 And then you be like, oh, I remember he said he wanted those. Yeah, I'm gonna go grab those you, for him. you get that, and then but you But yeah, that's special. another thing that also can be big that, well, I, that I also like. When I like, I like when I might be speaking to somebody, and mm-hmm. I might mention something, mm-hmm. and then later on, maybe weeks later, months later, yeah. you just remember, you just might re break it up, yeah. and that just lets me know you actually be listening when I'm talking, and you actually care about what I'm saying because you might remember the smallest detail, right? And that's the big thing, something I was always taught when speaking to adults or anyone. My dad instilled this in me: yeah. is give eye contact. Eye contact is a big thing. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to give eye contact when talking to somebody because it lets them know you're engaged and you listen and you care about what they're saying. You're not just looking off, doing anything like that. It's really, it's, it's really big. It lets them know that you're in the conversation. And you're right. paying attention to what they say. And that's a good tip. I mean, it's good to like notice other people doing it, but that's a good tip for whoever listening. Right. Use that to your advantage. Eye when contact. You, when you in a, even beyond that, even if you're in a conversation... Look at people and listen to people and see what they really right. like. Engage. And then, Ask and, questions. And then when you figure out what they like, use that to your advantage the next time you see them. So if you know somebody like toy cars 
and they ain't had one in this many years, nigga, go out and buy them a toy car before you go and see them next time to show them that you think about them and that you hold them to these high standards and that they on your mind beyond past when y'all just interacting, that you think of them outside of the box. Because a lot of people, they just want to be appreciated. A lot of people just want to feel like they felt, feel like they heard, feel like they hear. A lot of people want to understand that they are being thought of outside of the times where they are just interacting with people. Because it's easy for us to get along. And we shouldn't feel alone and expect everybody else to come cheer us up. We should feel alone and think, damn, how many other people must feel alone? And we got to go and cheer them up too. We can't be selfish and all in our feelings talking about, oh, nobody ever do this for me. Nobody ever do that for me. What are you doing for somebody? Yeah. It's not always about take, 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 take. It yeah. Gotta be some, it got to be some giving, too. Yeah. How are you helping somebody? Right. But don't overextend yourself. I know that sounds contradictory, but understand where it's a good balance of, okay, I gave you this much. That's cool with me. Even if you don't receive nothing back, the reception that about, you get, it should be like right. just the happiness you feel you from feel giving. Good. Right. Yeah. You should feel good when you give. Like, I did a good thing. I helped somebody out today. Like what? Oh, no. Nah, I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm not talking about specifically <laughs> today, but like, I'm just saying, when you give, like, in your mind, you'll be like, yeah, I, I did something today. I helped somebody out. I helped somebody step forward in life. Right. That's like why I don't know if it helped any at all, but when I go out to restaurants or if I go out to eat, before I leave, I just got this pet peeve of I got to clean the table up before I go. Because I feel like it just made the the waiter's job so much easier to come pick up the plates in like one or two trips than having them stack all the food and touch all this nasty shit, that, that the, a mess that they didn't even create. Even though it's their job to pick it up, I can make it easier by cleaning up my own mess and just leaving it there for them to pick up nice and easy. Because you don't know what kind of day they having. You don't know what type of other customers they dealing with, who done spit in their face, who didn't tip them. You never know. Who, who, who walked out on the bill. They may, may be having a bad day outside of work. So maybe this little, I don't know, token of gratitude for, for them working so hard helps them move on in their day. Maybe they notice that type of shit and be like, you know what? I was having a bad day, but seeing that young man pick up all that trash and clean it up made my day ten times better. And now you done had this positive effect on somebody else's life that you don't even know. And just leaving these tiny blessings here and there. Leaving them small blessings over here. Leaving them small blessings over here. and Just saying, like, I don't know. Be somebody's angel. Be that little angel in somebody's ear. Be that little speckle of dust that's left behind. Be that sparkle on somebody's shirt. Right, uplift someone. Yeah, even if you don't see the results of it. Do your best to just be like, mm, I'm going to do this small thing and see if they notice. You got to be okay with doing shit without seeing the results. And that shit don't just translate to making people happy. That shit translate to real life. Right. Sometimes you're going to have to do shit where you don't even see the results of what you're doing. Right. And you not may, right away. Yeah, if you do see it, it's not going to be right away. You got to be able to put in work over here and then have the patience to see it work out over there. Being able to, damn, what's, what was I about to say? Being able to just, I don't know, have that patience to be like, I'm investing right now for some shit years later. Like I was saying before, you may have prayed for some some years ago, and it might just not be working out. It might out. just not be working out, but hey, it's working out. At least That's it's working. to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else on your mind, Justin? Mm-hmm. Honestly, really just when it comes to family. Just giving back, honestly, man. That's just, I just want to be successful in life and what I do. Like, well, so what's I, your type of goals? Let's put it out. So it's like there. So now it's well, in the universe. You can I do wanna, it. I want to graduate mm-hmm. my undergrad mm-hmm. with at least nothing lower than 3.7. Mm-hmm. I want to get accepted into a medical school for a four-year program paid for. I want to graduate med school. I wanna, I wanna, and then I wanna start working, and I wanna start traveling. Those are just my little short-term goals for like Same. these next five years. Mm-hmm. That's all I really got now. I yeah. just wanna first, first, my first step, my undergrad. Mm-hmm. Then I wanna graduate that. 
Mm-hmm. And then I want to start work. Then I want to start working and travel while I work. There you go. It's in the universe now, so that shit gotta come true. You to put it out there, and you and you believe it. That's right. another thing we gotta do. We gotta believe what the fuck we saying. We gotta say shit and then go do it. We can't just say something and expect for it to be done. A lot of times we say we gonna do this. We say we gonna do that, but then we stay stagnant. And when we stay stagnant, nothing ever get done. And then we get right. disappointed at the motherfuckers around us and at the universe and at God or, or in Allah and whatever you believe in. We get mad at everything external, but we don't never get mad at ourselves. Like I was saying earlier, we always get we always find a way to make an excuse for ourselves. But you got to be able to say an action and then go do it. That's part of building the trust with yourself. And that's something I was learning the other day. I was in this cold tub. You know how they be having the ice baths and shit? Yeah, yeah. I was at this gym with this damn cold tub with my mans, right? So it was hard to get in that motherfucker. <laughs> it was cold. Like, my feet was so cold, they felt like they was burning on fire. And I'm like, damn, he in there? And it wasn't just because he was in there that I wanted to do it. It was It's just something like getting in ice baths and challenging my body and, to the fullest extent is just shit I like to do. So I'm like, dang, I got to get in. So what I forced myself to do was like, say what I was about to do out loud right before I did it and then do it. So I was like, I'm about to go to the second stair and stand there for 30 seconds. And I just had to give into it. So boom, I go do it for 30 seconds. Even if I didn't make it the whole 30 seconds, I made about 25 seconds. I at least completed the first half of the action by stepping into the water. Now I, now I feel more confident in my ability. So I'm like, I can do it again. So I go try to do it again. Damn, couldn't get it. So I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling myself because I'm stepping into the water. It's cold, but I'm t- I'm doing what the, I'm slowly. doing. What I'm saying, I'm I'm doing. I'm trusting myself more. My body is trusting me and saying, okay, this is what he want to do. He actually want to complete this. And then boom, I by the time it was uh by the time I got in, I was able to sit in there without a problem for at least three minutes, and just sit there and it and it feel warm as a. Uh, it's warm as a hot tub. It's all mental. But you right, got to... They always say 90% mental, 10% yeah. physical when it comes to anything. Really anything, like. dog. And the um outcome of anything is 90% based on your initial reaction and how you think about it mentally. I don't know if I phrased that right, but I'll try to put it in perspective. But hey, not to cut you off on okay. that... But what would you say your short-term goals are? My short-term goals? Like five years. Five, five, five years? seven years. What, you, right. what, do you wanna, what do you wanna have accomplished? What do you wanna... All right, so within the first couple of years, school gonna be school. I'm gonna be doing that. I feel like I'm gonna be good in that. But what I really wanna do is get this podcast going and get my name out. Be able to get the views I need to get to keep reaching people across the world and keep helping people that need help. And start to hear from those people that's around the world listening to my shit. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, they listening to me, but I also want to listen to them. I want to hear back from them. So I want to be able to build my name up to a point where I'm I'm green, you know what I'm saying, for the next couple of years and, and grow that. After that, graduate college, get my master's degree. And by then, I feel like I should have some sort of uh, rolling start into my entrepreneurial aspirations. I'm not really sure what exactly it's going to be, but it's going to be something. And that's that's one way I like to live my life. I like to live it sort of spontaneously, but I'm always walking with a plan. At the end of the day, I know I'm going to be wealthy. I know I'm going to obtain stuff, and I know I want to give back to my community. How I get there, right now I'm in school. Go, to, go with the flow of that. If shit change, figure it out then. It may not seem like the most efficient way, but it's a way that I'm comfortable living. And it keeps me uncomfortable at the same time. You know what I mean? I like that style of living. And if it got to change, that'll be revealed to me. But right now, everything really worked. You know what I'm saying? So I just trust the universe got me in his best favors. I trust that God going to bless me the way he needs to. And I trust that God going to give me the play. And when he give me the play... I'm going to run that motherfucker to perfection. We're going to score every time. Just give me the play. Give me the ball. And it's going to all work out. I probably just answered that question with a whole bunch of nothing. But that's, that's <laughs> nah, how I understand that. <laughs> Y'all understand understand it. <laughs> yeah. But what was I saying? Nah, we was talking about short-term goals and stuff like that. No, nah, I was saying something right before that. 
Oh, your initial reaction to something. So say... Oh, like, yeah, you're talking about the tub. Yeah, yeah, So for this, it's like uh, not the outcome of a situation is like based on your initial reaction. So if you slam your finger shut into a car door and then try to snatch it, and that's your first reaction, okay, yeah, your finger might come off. But if you slam your finger into the car door and you breathe and think and you go, oh, okay, what do I need to do? Open the damn door. If the door is locked, what do I need to do then? Unlock the door. Boom. Instead of just trying to yank your shit, yeah, you your making first it. Reaction, yeah, you uh-huh. making it worse. Because it's, it's like your brain is just sending ner- it's sending uh, signals to your nerves. Pain, pain, pain. Yeah, stop so it. Just, stop it. You just right, making it up. It's just trying to get it out. And you quick, making it you worse. Trying to stop the pain as quick as possible. Yeah, you making it worse. So but it's like in reality, that's not what you need to do. You need to think, assess. And figure out what your next move is. Yeah, as fast, not as fast as possible, but as efficiently as possible. One thing I feel like everybody should uh, value in life is quality over quantity. Yeah, you can have a lot of shit. You can have a lot of everything. You can have a lot of money. You can have a lot of cars. You can have a lot of houses. But if it's all bullshit, what's the point of it? I'd rather have one good thing than 30 bad things. I'd rather cherish one good memory than 30 bullshit memories of me just doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? So think about what you need to have quality over quantity of in your life. And let that work out for you. You got anything else to say before we close this out? Uh, what I would say is when it comes to life, be patient in everything you do, but... At the same time, don't don't wait too long. Like, mm-hmm. get to it, get to what you need to do, set goals, slowly work towards those goals, and just be and just honestly, just be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. Everything will come. God has a plan for you. Which don't want what God doesn't want for you. Mm-hmm. Only want what God wants for you, and you will have it. Everyone is blessed, and God has a plan for every single person. Yeah. So you just need to follow suit in a way. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, give back to the community and don't think about yourself. A selfish a selfish person is always going to finish last because they're always thinking about themselves. Yeah. And when it comes to life, we didn't come into this world alone. So why the fuck would we live it like we alone? Exactly. So, yeah, dog. Have a sense of urgency, but be patient at the same time. It seemed contradictory, but... Once you start to do it, it it all work out and it all makes sense. So, thank you for listening. Appreciate you for giving me your time. You want to say something? Actually, you want to say bye? Thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem. <laughs>